Hello everyone on the internet watching and listening to my podcast, Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I'm your host, Rafael Matshevsky, and we are going to get right into it because I want to talk about fat loss programming and workouts. I recently had someone DM me asking, what workout is best for fat loss? Before we get into that, I just want to let everyone know you guys are fucking amazing. Thank you so much for the support. And I'm almost at a milestone for my podcast. I'm very close to getting half a million listens overall since I started my podcast from scratch without any sponsorship, without any help, and just bootstrap myself in to build that thing. So all you guys listening, maybe you can do me a favor and, you know, listen to a few more podcasts that I've done over the years to bump up that number. It'd be greatly appreciated. But uh, anyway, let's get into the topic of fat loss programming. So generally, every single person that comes to me is looking to lose weight. Even if they are super broken or there's wherever they're at, they're looking to at least, you know, gain some muscle, burn some fat, even if they're not a complete weight loss client. So the biggest thing when it comes to um, fat loss training and programming is you need to create a metabolic disturbance where your body will end up burning calories even if you stop training, which is known as the epoch effect, where your body, again, if I can memorize my freaking science, but essentially have oxygen transport nonstop where it creates a thermic effect. And again, I could, I basically butchered that. So if someone's in front of Google or Wikipedia, look up EPOC, um, the abbreviation, because I can't remember what it stands for, um, but essentially it allows you to burn calories after you're done training if you've created a program that results into that effect. Now, what that means is you're not going to be doing your standard bodybuilding split. That will not take you into an EPOC effect, even though you are you know, blasting your buys and tries um, for a fucking hour and you're hoping that that's going to burn all the fat underneath your triceps. That's not how it works. So that being said, if you are currently going to the gym and following a typical bodybuilding program like most people are, where you've dedicated certain body parts to... um, you know, your legs, your chest or whatever, you're doing it wrong. So you taking an hour doing your chest and triceps, you're not going to create a metabolic disturbance compared to choosing more compound exercises and following like a full body um, program protocol. And if you look up the work of Brad Dr. Brad Schofield, where he's done a lot of research in hypertrophy training, and he's figured out that the typical bodybuilding split does not actually create that much change at a muscular level compared to doing like three to four full body workouts per week, hitting all the same muscle groups uh, compared to a bodybuilding split. So 
it's kind of hard to, you know, fight science on this kind of thing. And really, if you look back at the history of bodybuilding, the reason why they did splits was not because that was the best way to chisel your body into looking better. It was because certain body parts might have not developed as much as they should compared to others. So that's why they, you know, if someone had shitty calves, they would dedicate some more time to calves. If people weren't developing their posterior delt, they would have more of a back day, like things like that. But now it kind of got lost in translation and everyone's like, Monday's chest day, Tuesday's buys and back, Wednesday's leg day, Thursday's whatever, right? So you're actually already um, kind of doing yourself a disservice and you're kind of wasting time. And the average person, right, like bodybuilders, they can get away with it because they end up training like seven days a week, sometimes doing two days, and they are a completely different animal compared to the general population. These people are the most dedicated people ever. I've trained bodybuilders and figure competitors, and it's like, they'll see me three days a week, they're training on their own, and if I told them like, I need you to do a little bit extra cardio, they will do it. They're the most dedicated people in the gym. Sadly enough, the 99% of the rest of us are not. So if you end up doing a split, there is guaranteed going to be days where you're gonna miss a couple days in the gym and you're gonna end up one week just doing your chest and then next week just doing your legs and then next week just doing your back and then two weeks after that you do nothing and then you're like, fuck. Like, it doesn't make sense. You're better off doing a full body workout compared to doing splits in that sense. Now, if you took the average chest and try day you're probably not gonna burn a lot of calories because you do one set, you rest, you do it again, you rest. So your heart rate's not gonna go into any kind of fat burning zone as they call it, but I hate using that term because it's not really fat burning, but your heart rate's not gonna elevate to a point where you're actually gonna create a metabolic disturbance. So how you wanna structure your workouts. Number one, we've already kind of discussed the whole idea of you're not going to do a split, you're gonna focus on full body workouts three to four times a week. That being said, when we go down this pathway, we need to strategize your days. So for this example, we're gonna do three full body days focused on fat loss training. The way I structure my workouts is basically exactly the same that Results Fitness in California does by Rachel and Alan Cosgrove. Those two people should be at the top of your priority list when it comes to fat loss training. Alan and uh, Rachel go through a lot of books and research on fat loss specific training, so it's a good idea to listen to them. They've also authored so many fucking books that you can buy, and time and time again, they have outdone themselves. That being said, the way I structure it is exactly like them, and I've been doing it for I don't know, seven years now with all my clients and funny enough, they've all seen great results and they've stayed, you know, injury free. So let's follow what they have to say, you know? Um, so that being said, I always start with the core section in the beginning of two exercises. Depending on where the individual's at, for the sake of this, you know, 15-ish minute podcast, we're gonna say you're an intermediate person 
looking to lose weight. I will choose certain exercises that um, will train your core properly, so no crunches. So say day one, we are going to look at a anti-extension um, core exercise, front plank. And then we're going to do a rotary stability um, core exercise, dead bug. So now I have day one core section. Day two could be maybe an anti-rotation exercise. So I'll put them in a half kneeling position and pal off press. And then maybe um, I'll do an anti-lateral flexion um, exercise next. And that will be a side plank. And the third day will be a hip flexion exercise. So let's say mountain climbers. And because I really like anti-lateral flexion exercises, I'm gonna do a single arm farmer carry. Because when you think about it, a lot of people kind of pull their low backs slash the side of them where their rib cage is, and they need a lot of work in that plane of motion. So now we have our core section done. Two to three sets, you know, eight to 12 reps. You don't have to be super specific on that. And then we're gonna go into a compound movement. So I'll say for day one, we're gonna do a squat, dumbbell squat to overhead press. And uh, you know, if you're a person who can squat, um, press overhead, it's a great option. If you're a person with shitty shoulders, landmine squat to press. And then from there, we will do a TRX row. So we have now kind of two full body exercises going back and forth, three or four sets, say eight reps each. That's gonna get your heart burning. You're using a lot of muscles to get things moving. You know, day two can easily be um, a single leg deadlift and then pair that with, I don't know, some more posterior work, um, a rope face pull. Day three can literally be a goblet split squat and then pair that with a dumbbell row. And now you can kind of see that I'm working all these different planes of motion. And actually, you know, that dumbbell row, I'm gonna change it to a, you know, half kneel close grip pull down. So now I'm hitting every single plane of motion, um, both hor horizontal pressing, horizontal pulling, horizontal, uh, vertical pushing, vertical pulling. And not only have I done um, a knee dominant exercise, a hip dominant exercise, but also a knee dominant unilateral exercise of goblet split squats. And now in the strength portion of those three days, I wanna do a push, a pull, a leg exercise, and some sort of core exercise or another, you know, uh, posterior glute and hamstring kind of exercise to really emphasize the posterior chain because a lot of people are weak there. So in this section, you know, I like to do something say like a reverse lunge, a step up and a lateral lunge. All um, like I have a hip dominant, a knee dominant and a lateral lunge to work the frontal plane of motion that most people never do. And then I can do like a dumbbell single arm press. I can do, you know, kettlebell bat wings, a cable single arm row. I can do a chin up. I can do so many other different pulling exercises. And then, you know, if I want to throw an extra core exercise or throw in another posterior exercise like hip thrust or anything like that. 
and now I have a good solid string section. And now at the very end, if I have time, I like to do a little like um, energy system um, conditioning. So it can be something as simple as like 30 seconds on, 30 off of hard work. I can do 15 seconds on, 30 seconds off. I can just get someone doing like the slam ball for you know 10 seconds as fast as possible, as hard as possible or I can get someone on the rower, spin bike, or anything like that, just to get that heart rate up, to train that energy system, and then to finish off some diaphragmic breathing. There you have it, three days, full body. I'm covering every single plane of motion. I am doing core work, because everyone wants to do core work that's functional. I'm utilizing compound movements that's going to create that epoch effect that we were talking about earlier, and it's going to allow you to burn more calories after you're done training. Do this for at least six months consistently, guaranteed inches and fat will come off you like no tomorrow. And then on top of that, if you want to do more, do some conditioning workouts on your off days. Go do a yoga class, go do kin stretch, because I'm a huge advocate of it do a fucking long walk with your dog, go run outside, go do something to continue the habit of training and moving your body. And then on top of that, just eat like a fucking human being. Don't be an asshole and eat fucking, you know, not real food. It's not hard. The hard part is just the consistency, right? All the stuff I told you is easily written down, easily available online, and easily implemented is just doing it over and over and over and over again. So I'm gonna end it there. I spoke really fast, so if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I love you guys. Share this podcast, hit the show notes, add me on Facebook, add me on Instagram. Um, Give me a five-star review on iTunes, um, anywhere you listen to your podcast, Spotify, that whole thing. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. You guys are amazing. That's it for me. Until next time.